Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Common Sense with the Educated Redneck, the show about everything and nothing at all. Now please welcome the Educated Redneck himself, Mr. Dan Ellison. Greetings. Oh, sorry, that's a great way to start a show, a nice cough right on the air to start. Greetings. Welcome to the show. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm dealing with some phlegm for some reason this morning. Reminds me of an old great uh, cracked magazine thing called Flemish Painters. <laughs> if you ever saw that one, you know the joke. Greetings from Redding, California, where we've experienced an earthquake and other things. But we are here. The show will go on. This show always does, no matter what part of the country I'm in, I find a way to find a signal to do a show just for you. That sound in the background was me trying to kill a fly with my rubber bands. <laughs> Something I did as a youth, I always did that. I was able to just take rubber bands and shoot them things, and then that way I, you don't have to smack them on the surface. <laughs> But anyhow, we're out here on the highway. We're working Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour. Uh, find us. Uh, my schedule, uh, current schedule, it's going to have to be updated some more. Uh, has the next week or so. We are all over right now. Oregon and California are the places we're hanging out. Uh, I'll be moving up into Montana and then we have our um, viewing of our upcoming comedy special. Wednesday of this week at Port Orford, but Uncle Ed's Juice Bar. So if you happen to be in Oregon around Port Orford, come out and catch the premiere of our upcoming special on Amazon. So, busy week. Busy weeks, should I say. We've been, uh, I've put uh, 6,000 miles on the car in the past three weeks. So, yeah, we get around a few places. Uh, but come find us. It's a great show. We put on a great show, and um, we'll be in a town near you if you're out in the Pacific Northwest. So today we're coming from you in our home, van, studio, apartment, Casper, doing the show live from Redding, California. Northern California is beautiful. California is beautiful. It's just it's the, the morons in the big cities that screw this state up. And it was really funny because I was traveling in Oregon yesterday, and Oregon used to be a pristine state. They were very much, very much into um, nature. And now it is a proverbial shithole. There is trash every single place you stop. Every single place you stop there is trash and i'm not talking a little trash i'm talking a lot of trash and this is the state that proclaims to be green air quotes 
that they're for the environment because they've outlawed plastic bags again. So that's the funny thing. Out here in uh, California and places where you don't have bags, you shop like men used to shop, you know, with your arms full of shit because they didn't want to get a cart. Because now that's the way you get the stuff out to your car. <laughs> you just push your cart. That's why there's no carts in the store because everybody pushes the cart to the car. It's 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 unreal what these idiots have got people doing. It is. This is the stupidity. Because in case you can't remember, and I do, it was Oregon and California that started the whole um, uh, replace your your paper bags with your plastic bags because plastic bags were much greener than the paper bags. Yeah, all that paper. Then it was all that plastic. This is what happens when you follow idiots. This is exactly what happens when you follow idiots. And we've been following idiots. we got one big idiot in the White House right now. That guy is truly dumber than a box of rocks. And Kamala Harris, damn, man, if she didn't have a mouth to blow her way to the top, that chick would be working at Chick-fil-A serving, <laughs> serving sandwiches to the masses. Because it's obvious if you talk, listen to Kamala Harris talk, the reason they picked her is that she's dumber than Joe. And I said picked, not elected. Because that's what happened. I heard something the other day. Again, everything I tell you, I want you to take with a grain of salt and research. That Donald Trump won every single place where voting was in person. And Biden won every single state mail-in ballots. Hmm. Boy, if if that don't sound rigged, I don't know what sounds rigged. So, whatever. It's done now. It's done, and you're stuck with Captain Numbnuts, who, is, when he's not sniffing kids and feeling them up, doesn't know where he's at. It's sad. It's sad. Well, today we have Herman Hurston on the show. I'm going to go scoop him up on the first commercial break, and Herman and I are going to do what Herman and I do, which is just talk the news. What's going on? And you can listen. And we have some great conversations. And hopefully you'll take some of those conversations to heart and actually start uh, looking up stuff on your own and try to make a decision. Because following in the pack is how you get killed. It is. That's exactly how you get killed. Being a follower. So, whatever you want to do, that's what you're going to do. But anyhow, we're getting through the first segment, and we're going to do our quick commercial break. And 
I'm going to go pick Herman up, and we are going to get on with the show. So with that in mind, here is some shameless self-promotion to get the commercials underway. We'll be right back. That's right. The Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Hello, Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com I want to tell everyone about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal. Flip-flops are the most worn shoe. Even in America, almost everyone wears cheap flip-flops during the summer, sometimes even all year long. It's because they don't want to wear shoes, but there is 60 years of social stigma to overcome. Most people think it is illegal to drive a car, go to a store, or eat in public without shoes on. 
The fact is, there are zero laws, health department stuff, insurance regulations, etc. about going barefoot. Not only that, it is actually safer and more healthy to go barefoot than wear most shoes that we have been wearing for the last half century. Please check out the website barefootislegal.org and check out all of our social media. Going barefoot is safe, healthy, and legal. Barefootislegal.org. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now, so why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light, and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com. Now we're back. And look who I found in the lobby. It was Herman. Herman hey, hey. is here. Hey, hey. Say good morning, Herman. What's going on? What's going on, man? Ah, good man. Morning. Ain't this a show? Uh, I'm in California, and you're in Virginia, and the listeners are wherever they are. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, from East Coast to West Coast. That's right. We got our coast to coast. We're bad, and we're nationwide. <laughs> that's how you do it, man. <laughs> At least it's not a rivalry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly, man. We got we got the coast to coast thing, and we're joined and united, and we're here to talk to y'all. But uh, Herman and I were just talking about the uh, new, new uh, pandemic plans uh, coming up soon near you. Mm. Uh, to lie. I, uh, here, we, here we go again. Yeah, man, deja vu. You yeah. know, ignore the studies. I, I thought we were supposed to follow the science, or should we say we should follow the regime's science? Yeah, but because, how did you do it when they destroy the paperwork? That's right, because every single study that has come out about the Rona has determined these things. Number one, masks were 100% ineffective. Yeah. Studies. That's that's not a, a selected snippet. That's studies of the broad base. Because see, everybody's argument on the beginning was, "Well, we didn't know what COVID was. We didn't know what COVID was." That's right. Well, now we know what it is, and, and now we, we have the data. Yeah. Now we have that, and all of the data says the lockdowns were ineffective, the masks were ineffective, the vaccine air quotes was completely ineffective and actually made you more likely to get the Rona. Because in case you haven't noticed, all these vaccinated people keep getting the Rona over, over and, and over. Over. Yeah. over and over. Over and over and over. 
So here we are with a vaccine that doesn't work, masks that don't work, separation that doesn't work, closing down businesses doesn't work. And what's the government say to do? We're going to do all that shit again. And let's do it one more time. They're going to do it until you stand up to them. Yeah, you know, hey, it's, 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 nothing makes sense, man. No. Nothing makes sense. And this is where they want the country to be topsy-turvy so they can do anything they choose to do at any time. Well, they've already proven that. Governor of Arizona, no, New Mexico, has suspended your Second Amendment rights in Albuquerque because the criminals are killing people and there's gun violence. So the governor has said, she said that, yes, I took an oath to it, but every oath has limitations. Bullshit! That's the point of an oath, is that you swear no matter what, you will defend it. You should have said, it's not an oath, it's a suggestion. Then you can suspend it. Well, first of all, Dan, it's a it's a it's a suggestion that identifies as an oath. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? No words mean anything anymore. So you know, why not it, add that to it? That that you notice, we are. you notice though she didn't suspend the right of criminals to break the law and have guns. Oh no, because that, that serves no purpose. Exactly. You know the thing they didn't make she she suspended people's rights because of crime, but she ain't doing nothing to stop the crime, so all she did was made you a victim. Well see, first of all, when you're in a criminal, when you are a criminal, why would you stop the crime? They don't. They they if, want if you to work crime. for the criminals, you work for the criminals and it is see, this is all about interest. What's in someone's best interest? True. So whatever interest that they have and whatever agenda that is that's above our thinking or comprehension, that's what she serves. They definitely don't serve the people anymore. No, 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 no. No. They uh, they serve a lot of things, but it's not the people. Well, they've never really served the people. They gave us an illusion. Exactly. They gave us an illusion, and they served us a long illusion and, and strung us along until it was time to do whatever they chose to do. And they're herding us into that corner, and they're setting up the fences, and we're sitting inside. We're the, the Most people are the sheep sitting inside going, why are they building all these fences around us? Because America is the extension of what we do. This is a prison. Over 25% of the people in this country are incarcerated. And that's yeah. more than any of the other countries collectively. Yeah. Okay? America is built on incarceration. You know, there was a day in the past that I would have disagreed with you. But now I'm seeing, I'm just seeing so much of it. That it's it, it's impossible to not it's impossible to not see it anymore. It's becoming so glaringly out there for everybody to see. Yeah, and then you got to look at the different forms of incarceration. Alcoholism is a form of incarceration. 
Okay? Yes, um, Methamphetamines, cocaine, and crack cocaine, uh, heroin, and its derivatives. These are all different ways where we're held up. We're in prison. And don't forget um, the painkillers that the government oh, shoving. Yes, opiates. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. go. These are imprisonments, man. You know, another set of imprisonments. You know, they just started something where if you have children by a male and you haven't had a relation with him, with him in at least a year, you can't get child support. This is unreal, dude. It, it, it's, man, it's becoming... And see, what, what are they finding out? There's so many men. It's just the imprisonment. Men are being imprisoned by women with children. I mean, it's imprisonment. Imprisonment. And a lot of these ways that things are happening, this is a prison country. This is Everything's about vindictiveness and war and crime and issues. We don't, we don't do anything based off of peace, love, and joining one another together anymore. I, I find that statement hard to argue with. Yeah. Because we just, we talk about peace and then we bomb the shit out of places we're not even in. Yeah, we have a lot of pretenses. A lot of pretenses. And I can sell any type of pretense to it. You know? It, it goes back to the old action speaks louder than words. Thank you. And we, we haven't had any real actions of, of uh, freedom in so long that freedom almost seems um, foreign to most. Well, we have actions of freedom right now, but there's a group of people called the LGBTQ. Oh yeah, that is. They are. They are. They went past equality and are going to superiority real quick. How about it was always superiority? Identified as equality. So well, yeah, these are the, you got to think we're in an identified state. Now. You have to we we have to speak not in fact, but not in fiction, but in identifying. It was whatever I choose to say it is is whatever it shall be. Well, I, I unfortunately it's true, and we're living it. We're living it, and we're watching it. And you know what that says? It says we're living what everyone says after a game. Hey, I'm going to Disneyland. The world of magic, mystery, and excitement. This is the world where you identify. We're in the we're in the Disney world. Yeah, we are. A world of make believe. Thank you. See? A world where you can be anything you want to be, regardless of fact, regardless of Data. It, it. I don't know how it got this crazy, dude. But it happened quick. I mean, there was a lead up to it that took a lot of years. But in the past, like three years, it's become a steamroller. Yes, because you trapped everyone in the house. You. That was a part of programming by trapping you all in the house, and then there was certain. Like, let me tell you. When we got trapped in the house, we didn't pay attention to what was being programmed into our minds, to the internet, to uh, the television. We, we didn't. We didn't look at that. No, we didn't. We followed we right along in steps because we were told that was the way. This is 
you want to be cool, this is what you're going to do. If you want to be in with the crowd, this is what you've got to do. If you want to be accepted and loved by the crowd, this is what you have to do. We will not take you as you are. We will take you as we developed you to be. Yes, so now we live life without observation or question. Right. And no it's funny because you, no and, you and I grew up in an age where we were told to question everything, and now we're That's being right. told to question nothing. That's right. That's right. This is, a, this is the craziest thing in the world. You know, like right now, when I, you know, kind of like, not jumping subjects, but it's within the realm of what we're talking about. When I look at Hillary Clinton, right, and these wiener uh, investigations and tapes and things of sort, they have said that they the things that were talked about with Hillary Clinton and that were seen was so hideous that people threw up over watching it, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, also, it was like, what? Seven out of the ten police officers that viewed it are now dead? Uh, are now dead, okay? Uh, well, when you look at Epstein, you're looking at Oprah Winfrey, Barack Obama, and Michelle Obama praising Epstein. Okay? Oh, praising. Okay? These things are so well tied together. It's ridiculous, and no one's paying attention. Now they're talking about Donald Trump, like the lady said, when it came to um, racial reform, okay? And she went to Donald Trump with her story, and Donald Trump helped her out. Now, Donald Trump's father is one thing, but who he's been is a totally different thing. Yes. It's a totally different thing, And and I don't think people really see what Donald Trump is versus what He's portrayed as being. Plus, like I said, once he was once the one of the most famous people in the United States. Everybody loved him. Had a number one show. He showed up at all the black award ceremonies. Coretta King says he's a great man. And then he starts speaking out against the regime, and he instantly becomes the biggest racist ever in history. Ever, ever in history, he's the most racist and. You know, and you got Biden out there on film grabbing all these little girls' breasts, sniffing their hair, trying to kiss them. But Donald yes. Trump said one statement 20 years ago, and, and it was a true statement, you know, because this is why I think upset people when he said, you know, well, these women out here, if you've got money, you can just grab them by the pussy. What upset him more about that statement was that he showed that women in the vast majority are gold diggers. If you can say this, the guy that's the drug dealer, the guy with the fancy car, the guy with the big house, he can usually just walk up and grab a pussy. That's all he said. That's all he said. He stated something that we know to be true. You go to these yachts, you go to these billionaires' yachts, and there's a bunch of really hot women that aren't there because they like him, aren't there Mm -hmm. because he's their friend, are there strictly for the money. Yes. And they do what they they know they're good at doing for the money, whatever your imagination can take you through. That's right. But then when you call them out, you're the bigot. You're the homeless. You're the racist. Whatever other name we can decide to call you this week to try to shut you up from speaking the truth. And that's all he did was speak the truth. 
Because we all know the gold diggers are out there. We all know it. I keep telling individuals, Obamination. That says abomination. Okay? I'm not trying to be funny, but that's what it said. Okay? Now, when Obama signed the health care bill, okay, the the Obamacare bill, okay, that bill was already written. His name was just put on it. Yes. Now, the key to that bill was not health care. Healthcare had nothing to do with that bill. We all in this nation, voluntarily and involuntarily, put a stamp on the first transgendered child, an eight-year-old. The little boy, when he's signing the bill, look at the little boy who Biden has his hand on his shoulders. It's a little yep. black kid. Yep, that little black kid is now became a four. Well, he became later on became four years later, uh, or six years later became a sixteen or a fourteen year old girl. Okay. Yep. On our adopt. Yes. So that Obama bill was more about financing transgender. And the other end of it also, besides financing transgender is taking options away so that the government is the only option. Yeah. Because once I control your health care, I control you. Just like once I control your money, I control you. Once I control your car, I control you. Once I control your house, I control you. And each one is a step that is in the process of being done right now. And America is now sanctioning countries based on not agreeing with LGBTQ. Exactly. Now, what you mean now, in in America, when you're an American, you are part of a nation that is forcing other nations to agree with the LGBTQ. Now, how do you think that's going to truly fail? <laughs> that's not that's not a true true agenda. No. We're trying to place our lunacy on the entire planet. And, and that's exactly what we're doing. And it is lunacy. It is lunacy. You're not allowed mm-hmm. to say that. Because I'm sure that if I ever wanted to get a job in the future, they're going to pull up all these shows and go, listen to Dan talk against the LG. Look, I'm not against, if you want to be gay, I'm not against that. What I'm against is you telling me that I have to not only accept it, but I must go out there and go, gay is great. It's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. I I just totally back you. No, I can't I must do that. And be happy about it. Right. I can't do that. I can accept that you can have it, but it's not my opinion that it's good. But I'm not allowed to have an opinion that's different than the opinion of the mob. You could not ask me a question such as, what is a woman? I have no response because you should know better. Mm-hmm. I have no response to something that's common sense. And you say, well, no, it's not that common. No, it's not that common in a non-common person. True. I don't have time for you to draw me into Babylonian conversations, period. If you're talking what is a woman – that's the beginning of a babbling conversation. It's going to go nowhere. Right. 
seriously, when I can, okay, it's like uh, me coming up and saying, the sky's not blue, it's orange. Yeah, the, and we see there looking at the orange. Sky. Yeah, and, and Herman, God, damn it, Herman, uh, you should look at that sky and see, I see orange, don't you see orange, Herman? And if you don't see how orange, why are you against me? Yeah, yes, why are you against me? You're you're phobolist. You hate the color orange. You hate the color orange because you don't see what I see. And you know what that is? It's really hurting me. And this is what I've been through. And I got 88. What does that have to do with you going to go to one chain event after the next? That's right. If you want to look for bad things, you can find bad things. I can find bad things in every single damn thing on the planet Earth. And if you want to live your, your life in tragedy and, 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 and old woe is me, you will end up living a very miserable life. And I'm not going to live your damn miserable life. That's why the, the suicide rate amongst transgenders is higher than any other group in the United States. Yeah. Because they're not happy. If you don't like you, you're not going to be happy with anything else outside of you. The end. Right. You can't. You get get around those toxic people, they drag you down. They pull you into this nonsensical shit. Talking about about depressive shit every day, the same shit. I'm fighting for this, and people don't respect me, and I don't understand. Will you chill the fuck out? <laughs> you know, we all make that into the bumper sticker. Will you chill the fuck out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's where we've gotten to. We've got to, everybody's got to be worked into some kind of throbbing panic or, or mission. Or nobody can just live anymore. No, everything has to be an issue and a dramatic, a traumatic, dramatic issue. Hey, there's a prime example of that happening right now. There's that hurricane off the coast. Yeah. Now, if you look at most of the tracks of it, and, and, and it's in a part of the ocean where most of them just go off and do nothing. Before it made its turn to go off and do nothing, the Internet was full of this, oh, this is a surface storm. This is all being coming together. This is going to be the worst storm. It's going to be another damn hurricane that went up the coast, kids. They've been yeah. happening for hundreds of years. Virginia Beach has been hit by numerous hurricanes. Uh, New York's been hit by hurricanes. The whole freaking coast is subject to being hit by hurricanes during hurricane season. Why do we call it hurricane season? Because that's when the most hurricanes occur. Damn it, man. And it's the season. It's the season. That's Why do you call it hurricane season? Because hurricanes happen then. But now, because of the internet and drama and drama, you're able to dramatize it and make it big and shoot, you know? Yeah, get your viral video. So when something really happens, we're going to be sitting twiddling our thumbs. Hey, you know what that reminds me of? Hmm. We were were taught in grade school. What do you think? Aesop's Fable and the boy who cried wolf. Hello. Now, when I was younger, I couldn't understand why we read those stories. I couldn't. Because to me, it just seemed stupid 
expect somebody would keep crying about something that wasn't happening. I was like, you know, what dummy would do this? And now I grow up and I understand why we read those books because it gives you a knowledge of human nature. And human nature is if you keep screaming crisis and keep screaming crisis and it keeps, then when the crisis shows up, nobody's going to pay a damn mind to you. Yeah, nobody's going to be prepared. We're going to be, we've been hearing about this for 20 years. tell you something I heard the other day, and again, I always tell people, when you listen to this show, yeah, why don't you take everything I say that you disagree with and fact check it yourself? You know, do your own research. Now, I kind of believe this to be true, but I haven't had a chance to research it myself, because I watched it last night, right, right before I went to bed. Okay. A guy came on, and it's one of those videos, and of course everybody's like, Oh, you bet you got your thing from TikTok. You know what? TikTok and YouTube have more real news than ABC, NBC, CBS combined. Correct. They have more real news. That was the whole point behind the First Amendment was for people to be able to speak their minds because that's how you get information is from people sharing real shit. Yes. Now, in the election the election, air quotes, the last one, which we all know, well, most of us know, was a farce. Um, Do you realize that through the data analyzation, every place where voting took place in person, every one of those Trump won. Every place, every mail-in vote from every state Biden won. Mm. Now, what do you think the odds are that every place people could vote in person went Trump, that all the mail-in ballots would be for Biden? What a winky-dink. Ain't it, though? Come some states, I think this was a Pennsylvania thing, sent out something like millions they sent out they got back millions more votes than they sent out ballots. Mm-hmm. Some precincts even had a hundred and twenty some percent participation. Which is impossible. Impossible. But don't again believe your eyes. Don't again believe what you see. You believe the message that is given to you. It's impossible they could possibly rig anything. <laughs> There's no way that election was real. Everybody knows it. And and now, but the other side, and I'll give them, this is what they're saying. Well, why is he why is he being charged with all this stuff? Well, he's being charged. I, look, I can indict a piece of paper off a table because they control the judges, they control the prosecutors. They control the message. They control the press. So they tell the press to tell the people this is legitimate. They tell the press to tell the people this is real. And then they make up a bunch – because, look, for six years they've been charging him with shit, and nothing has stopped. I always say this. If he's the president of the United States, right? And once you're the president, you're, always, you're, you're promised security for the rest of your life, right? Right. So 
what are you going to do? You going to send him to jail to have him watched in jail? Huh? I'd, be, I'd be interested to see a bunch of Secret Service in jail watching his ass. Yeah, <laughs> he has to be protected. He has to be protected. See, this is this this also shows it's farcical. This is more <laughs> about this is more about uh, public perception than it is really doing something important. Yeah, because when you look at what's really happening, if you have see, it's public perception, but the public perception is expected to be non knowledgeable. Because what I'm saying to you is not great knowledge. I'm not saying something for a, a professor to notice. I'm just telling you just simple rules. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I do. And the, and the simplistic things right in front of you are invisible to people now. Oh, definitely. Period. You can't see within common sense, then what can we do? And see, that's the whole thing. When you do see with common sense, they come along with their message machine and they try to message you out of existence. And there's a certain amount of people that go along and believe the government is good. Those people have never studied history because at no point in history has government ever really been good. Government has always been a necessary evil because it's like that commercial where they got 20 people on a tennis court just hitting balls. They go without rules. They know you can't have a good society, and you do need a certain amount of rules. Every society needs a certain amount of rules. The problem is everybody wants to keep adding to those rules till you get to the point where the government becomes oppressive, and it always becomes oppressive in the name of your safety, in the name of making your life better. That's how every oppressive government has come to be. You know when rules are made? You know how rules are made? Somebody's doing something you don't want to happen to you. That's a rule of it. Okay? Um, We are the only things on this planet that need rules. Ants, trees, lions, tigers, whales, nothing needs rules. (laughs) That's the truth. Oh, my God, I never thought of it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing needs rules and it survives. And the only time you have rules is when you bring communities of people in settings, then you have rules. If you take rural, rural people, they have a set of rules that are natural rules according to nature. Yep. The only time you have rules is when you have these things called communities and these settings of cities. These are the places you have rules and you have to set up bases. Because someone wants to govern over someone, and this govern started off one person's idea, then it turned into this big thing massively over years. Well, you that's, know? The arc, that's the arc of government, though. See, that's yeah. why I tell people, study history, because every single government started out small with a good idea, and then they just kept adding and adding, and so eventually they became the oppressor that they were trying to prevent. And the sad thing is, what happens is, the people that start off making the rules are people making rules where everyone has a piece of the pie. They're part of what's going on. They made a rule for a reason. When someone comes in and doesn't have a piece of the pie who becomes a ruler, they want what you have. They have nothing to contribute other than their ideas. True. And when you have an idealist, 
going up against individuals who have what is ideal to serve his idealism. You have someone that has some properties of something and ideas of these properties. It's totally different people. And when the people with nothing come in to rule the people with something, you have a problem. And it it goes to the old saying, those that can do, those that can't teach. There you go. And now the rulers are the same way because all these people – Without Washington D.C., they don't hey. have a market. They don't have a marketable skill. They don't. They don't have a marketable skill. No marketable skill. And these marketable skills are like okay. I put it for you like this: they have female skills. Okay, and what I mean by female skills is you can go behind the things that real people have built and and then then start some things. I told an individual the other day: a a woman will argue with you about equal rights. But I tell a lady on or any time, you you drive the cars that we build your streets for, and you drive the cars that we built for you to go in. We build buildings for you to decorate. Yes. And then you complain about all the things that we've done and say, well, we want equal rights. Well, why don't you grab that jackhammer and talk with me, and we'll talk about the equal rights. Yeah, why don't you get I, out in that sewer pit and, and drain the shit out to yeah. somebody else? Why don't you come up out of that coal mine and fill your lungs a little bit and then talk to me about it? See, that's the truth the they don't want to hear. Yes, the real places where real guys have to really suffer for you to be able to complain and bitch. See, we don't have time to complain and bitch when we in a ditch. You can't complain and bitch when you're in the ditch. But the person standing above, come on, do you need something for me to hand you down? I, you can complain. Ooh, it's hot up here. Ooh, you're not doing nothing. Right. An idle mind is a devil's workshop. Oh, that's the truth. That comes out of that old first world problem thing. Yeah. You know, you know, if you've got, if you can go to the tap and just pull your water and then you go to your fridge and your food's there, you have a lot of spare time on your hands. But when you've got to get up in the morning and take your bucket and hike a couple miles down to the river to yeah. get your water, to hike back to your house that has no AC, has no electricity, and then get your ass out to go hunt something to eat or pick some stuff to eat. You ain't got time to worry about Billy who wants to call himself Judy. Yes. Yes. You don't. You don't have time. You're too busy trying to just survive. But we have made a society that is so cushy that we have time to sit and argue what a woman is. Yes. Because you've had so many people sit, see, you've had so many people being sitting around idle. See, like you said, when you go get the bucket and go out and go get the water, and you come back, and then you going out, you work for a little bit, but when you come home, say for instance, you had a mate and she drank all the water, and you're saying, do you know how far I walk for that water? And she says, well, you can go get some more. Yep. This is the world we live in. This is exactly the world we live in. You know, because a true, a true lady would say, I had some of your water, and I'll let you know I kept tabs on how much I drank because I know it's a long walk before we have some more, and I wanted to make sure you had some when you came back. Yeah. That's appreciation. Well, also, it makes your family strong because you have to count on your family. Yeah. The worst, the worst thing that ever happened to America – 
was the fact that the government stepped in and said, I'll take care of everything a man doesn't take care of. And they became your daddy, and that's when the shit started. And it was called welfare, which, well, it ain't fair. That's what it happened to. Well, it ain't fair. That's welfare. And see, you're not allowed to talk about this. You're not allowed to talk about the destruction of the black family. You're not allowed to talk. And see, this is what's funny, and nobody wants to hear this. Back before welfare, the blacks took 100% care of themselves. Just like the whites took 100% care of themselves, and nobody depended on the government. The government can't have that. They need you dependent on them. So they stepped in as a substitute to break up the family, say, why do you want to deal with that your, your patriarchal male when you can just leave and be on your own and be an independent woman and we'll help you be independent? Well, they, they don't became, see the fact that they don't understand yeah. that they're not independent. If somebody has yeah, to help yeah. you, you're not independent. Well, see, they became, okay, the government became the female's immaculate conception, but it wasn't the baby that they gave them. They gave them an invisible man. Yes. They gave them this invisible man, which became their invisible support and security and their rock. Okay. And they, who didn't want to be subservient to a man, are now subservient to a government. Which is yes. mostly men. Well, see, they gave him a government, and then to replace when they when they when they gave him for a man, they gave him the invisible man as the government, but they gave him the physical identity of a man in their mind as Jesus Christ. So a lady says, so the famous black uh, saying of a black woman is, "I don't need a man. I got Jesus." Okay, so the government backs up what Jesus is for them because. He gives you food and clothing and shelter, and all, you know? Yes. So they give you the government as your physical support, and they give you Jesus to replace the husband in your home. And now you become independent, and it's a false sense of security. Yeah, you ain't independent. You're not independent because if the government cuts you off, you won't have the finances. And then you'll pray to Jesus, and the money's not going to come any from out of the sky. You're going to have to get out of work. Yes. <clears throat> and ladies don't realize to it becomes a forced reality and true circumstance. This is when they're faced with. It. It's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. It is horrible, man. It's a horrible circle of lies and deception. Yeah. And it's also degraded men to the you know, if women faced what men face, they collapse. Yes. Because men are told every day, we're the reason there's evil. We're the reason there's oppression. We're the reason of this. We're not, we're not credits. We're the reason there's water that's coming out of the tap you can drink. We're the reason there's electricity that comes into your house. We're the reason you have that car to drive to the road, to go to the store, that we stopped and lifted and drove the trucks for. <laughs> And they will answer, well, there's women that do that, too. Yeah, about a percentage, a point, a point. 99% of it's done by men. No, when you say there's women that do it, you say, yeah, okay, go find her, because that's the one yeah. you're going to find. Right, her. The needle find in the haystack. You find that one. But nobody wants to speak the truth. You can't. You've got to play along with the lunacy. 
And the lunacy is that the government will provide. And the government doesn't provide because the government makes nothing. The government must take to provide, whereas a man must work to provide. Yes, and there was no black families that needed any government assistance. When a black male was removed from the home in order to satisfy the government's cause, then they said, well, this man now is trying to creep. Now, creeping nowadays means a man out cheating. But creeping in the beginning meant a man sneaking back into his home after the government has had him removed because of welfare, and he can't see his kids if the government is giving his wife assistance. Right. And so then you take the male home. figure out of the house. Yes. And then that people don't understand. It's really funny because you can talk horrible about men, and it's okay. But if you talk horrible about women, you're you're uh, you're you're, you're uh, a part of the patriarchy. You're an oppressor and all this other shit. But you can talk evil about men. You can call them names. You can call them everything, and everybody just goes, "Yeah, that's right. Those evil men. Blah blah. They have all the power. Blah blah blah." No, they don't. They've been trying to work for the good of everybody. You're trying to work for the good of you. Yes, yourself. Self-contained, self-purpose, selfish, selfish, selfish. Yeah, I don't need no man. I got my own money. But the funny thing is, and, and I had this when I was younger, and I was married right out of college. Um, my wife had no job. I paid for everything. Yet when it came down the road 13 years later where she was deciding to screw me and leave, she got 50-50 of everything. Actually, oh, she got yeah. way more than 50-50. She got, it was more like 90-10 is how it was split. That's how it goes. Because she's the uh, frail woman who's being left by her man, even though she's the woman who made the choice to leave. It was the man who was the problem. And so he must pay, and if he doesn't pay, he goes to jail. If she doesn't pay, she gets assistance. So I'm just saying, I'm not, this is just saying hypothetically for entertainment purposes only. If a male was so distraught by this and he's losing 90%, it'd be cheaper to call a, you know, somebody from a sniper type level that able to put people in trunks and use concrete. You know, when you call people like that, really you can solve the problem. It would be a lot cheaper. <laughs> okay. I'm not suggesting anything. <laughs> well, you remind me of an old joke, and this is a joke I used to do a lot. I'd get up on stage and I'd ask people how long they'd been married. And, you know, they'd be like 10, 15, 20 years, and I'd say to them, I'd say to the dude, I'd go, do you realize if you'd have killed her when you met her, you'd already be out of jail? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but now you're sitting there living that life sentence. Where yes. you got to provide, you got to deal with this shit. I used to say that to myself. I'd say, you know what? I would say that I know it was being mean. I'd say, my children would have never had any problems if I'd have took care of your mother right after you were born. Yeah. There would have been no more stress. Yeah. You know, and people don't understand. We're not being evil or mean. 
We're just telling you the type of pressure that a female can place on a male, and we never get a chance to speak on it. No, we don't, because the court sure as hell doesn't want to hear it. And I got proof of that. In my divorce, I proved everything I had agreed to with her, that I was going to put her through school and she was going to support me while I did comedy at the beginning, and I was going to raise the kids because I didn't want to work all the time and have somebody else raise the kids. The judge said, I see this, yet he still ruled against me. Yes. And that was considered fair. And see, if you listen to this situation, everybody says it's a black and white situation. When you listen to this situation, you'll be like, man, that brother went through a lot. No, this is what men go through. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's what, look, folks don't want to hear these numbers. 80% of court cases go in favor of the women in a divorce. Yes. That's, That's not a small number. That is a huge number. And why is it so just? Upside down. Yeah, because every woman's that good. Oh my! Every goodness. woman's the best for the kids. Yet statistically, and this is provable, when you place a single male family uh-huh. against a single female family, yes, male families, the incarceration rate of their kids falls in line with the incarceration of a two-parent household. Correct. Yet 80% of the people in prison right now come from a single mother household. Yes, I bet you, I bet you 100%, 90% of transgender and homosexual children come from single parent families. I, I bet you you're not single wrong. Single female. Huh? I bet you you're not wrong. I bet you, because when you start talking about, okay, females are more unstable when it comes to emotions and feelings and so if she's going through a separation from the male and she had problems the kids she's going to pass that down to the kids now the kids have adhd they have anxiety because this comes from this female you don't meet a lot of guys well man what's going on i got adhd i got anxiety i got issues i got problems no no you're right I have less problems with PTSD as a war veteran than most individuals I run into on the regular streets with some type of therapy issues. Oh, yeah. And everybody's in therapy. Nobody can figure this out for themselves. No, nobody can. Think about this. What is therapy? You go in and just talk to somebody. That's what therapy is. And then they tell you everything that you were already taught in younger years by your parents. Yes. To be positive, to be uh, uh, proactive, to go do and not sit and watch and be engaged. They just tell you everything that you were taught when you were younger, but somehow you forgot it. And magically, going and sitting in a chair, paying somebody hundreds of dollars an hour to tell them your problem so they can say shit back to you makes you better. Why can't you get that from your, your parents? Why don't you call your parents and talk to your parents that way? Why don't you talk to somebody you respect that way? And that, and, and see, when I was at, a question was posed to me pertaining to therapy and therapists, right? And I, my, my answer was, 
I don't like talking to people I don't know about my own personal issues. And that part I can get. But they act like they're magic. They're not magic. They're they're helping you sound off of them. I can understand that. But to go in and act like there's some magician that magically is going to change you, the change comes from you no matter who you speak to. It comes to you, and the thing is, who said that you're going to speak to someone that's going to connect with you to bring out the things you're looking for? Exactly. Because when you go to a counselor, you're looking to receive something because you're going for a reason. And if you ask a person, what are you going to receive? They say, well, I don't know. I'm going to see what they can give me. I'm going to see if they can give me a new perspective. Well, that, 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 that. So you're telling me you're going to go do this and it may or may not help you, but you need to go see because you've been told or you felt or you heard before that it works. I don't get that. No, I don't either. These are all things that used to happen inside of the family. True. You would go get advice from your parents. But when there's no parents, and everybody's running just trying to keep up with the bills because now where two people used to provide, now one person must provide. You don't have time in your day to sit down and really think. No, because the first thing, I need marriage counseling. No, we either need to get it together or get a divorce. True. We need to get it together or get a divorce. We don't need no counseling because that counseling ain't going to do nothing but sometimes stir up more problems than it can, than it can help. <laughs> tell, tell me that ain't the truth, man. I am not lying, man. It's really you know. funny when I was going through my divorce, we would um she wanted us to go to counseling. And the first thing that happened when we went to counseling was it was pretty much every conversation we already had. But but now, because somebody else was saying it, it was real. Because the person you married, the person you said that you were willing to spend the rest of your life with, their opinion doesn't matter. But somebody you have no ties to, their opinion does. No. It's someone that's backing what you're saying in some way, shape, form, or fashion, and you're going to be ready to leave when they don't agree with you. That's what they want to do. They want someone to say, okay, I agree with you, because a lady asks you to go to counseling, right? Just like a lady asks a man to go to church. We don't just go to other people. No, we don't. We certainly do not. When you meet men that go to church, a lot of these men are beta-thinking males. Okay? Because... I am. I, I can believe in a higher power, but I don't need to be with other people to understand what I believe. Okay, the other people that I'm around are the people I'm already around anyway. Yep. So why would I go chase down a strange group of people to become friends with them? See, that's something I need inside of me that has nothing to do with. It. I'm looking for something. Yes. If I need to go meet people that I don't got nothing to do with, and then you tell me, well, God said go out and fellowship. 
I am fellowshipping. I'm talking to my cousin, my aunt, my brother, my sister. You know, <laughs> you know. I get what you're saying. I do. That's fellowshipping to me. So I don't get what you're saying, and but you want me to go meet a whole bunch of strange people. Then when complications occur, you'll say it's the work of God, and God wants you to do. No, your butt wanted me to meet these people. See, that's my part. That's what's what one of my favorite parts of the Bible that everybody forgets. We were given free will, and free will means that you can make good choices and bad choices on your own. You weren't directed to it. You were given the free will. Will you were given the right to make choices? So to blame somebody else for your choices is exactly how you deflect responsibility. But if I didn't make the choice and somebody else made it for me, then it's not my mistake. It's somebody else's mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And see. No responsibility. And and again, and and women don't want to hear this, men are held responsible. Women aren't. Yeah. And that's why. look 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 at crimes where a man and woman create the same crime. The man gets a worse sentence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's an upside down. There's an upside down component to this world, and it's not that women are being subjugated. It's men. Because Mm -hmm. we're told to pay exorbitant child support. Because it, it was really funny. Because I pointed this out way back in the day in my divorce. I said, I'm paying $1,500 in child support. That's supposed 50-50, right? So that means I'm paying half. So that means she's spending $1,500 a month. So you mean to tell me that you've got to spend $3,000 a month to raise two boys? Because that's what you're telling me. Yeah. If my half is 1500 then her half should be 1500 And that's just for the kids. Yeah. Not to mention they stuck alimony on top of that. And I used to do a joke, and this makes a point. Take, take your job. You have a job that you go to every day. And walk into your boss and go, you know what? This job just ain't working out the way I thought it would work out. I, uh, I'm not happy here. You, you don't show me enough appreciation. So I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. But I want you to keep paying me because I've become accustomed to the lifestyle that this job provides me. I want you to continue to pay me my salary even though I quit. That's what alimony is. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what alimony is. I've quit my job, but I still want to pay. I want to pay. I don't want the works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
And that's why all these rich men, and they have these prenups, of course, they get thrown out. And then simply because she was in bed with him, and there's no other reason. She didn't do anything for the business. She didn't create the business. She didn't grow the business. She didn't do anything with the business. Only thing she did was she slept with the man. She deserves half. I think some of the things a male needs to start thinking about when you get married is you at your two-year anniversary, you get her something nice, but you also get you some rope. Mm-hmm. At your five-year anniversary, you get her something nice, but you get you some, you get you a shovel. At, at your seven-year anniversary, you get her something nice, but you get you some duct tape. Duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> Short in the trunk of your car. <laughs> yeah. And for your eighth, ninth, and tenth anniversary, each one of those is celebrated with a bag of concrete. <laughs> you just you just rewrote the whole uh, thing where like what, what was it like first anniversary is paper and then you get the silver anniversary you just rewritten that because now it's not silver it's concrete. <laughs> it's concrete. <laughs> you man. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I hate to do this, but we got to get one commercial in. Because oh, okay, been, man. You know why we, we have to do it. We, we, we've been running, and, that, and that's what always happens. So I'm going to take a quick commercial break, uh, and then we'll be back. That way we can be uninterrupted till we get to the end of the show. So hang on, folks. We'll be right back. We're going to run some commercials. Talk to you shortly. Most people say they hate wearing shoes and would go barefoot if they knew they were allowed. People say it all the time on their social medias, but they are worried that someone will say something to them. So everyone wears the cheapest flip-flops with the least amount of fabric on them. Most people do not even know that it's completely 100% legal to go barefoot into a store. Most people think that driving barefoot is illegal, but it isn't. Driving barefoot actually is safer than wearing most shoes. Going outside barefoot for a walk is one of the healthiest things you could do, but most people are afraid someone will say something. Or they quote the myths and the rumors that their grandma told them years ago. The fact is, there are no laws against driving a car, going to a store, or eating in a restaurant barefoot. So don't give in to bad fashion, hurt heels, or a broken flip-flop. For more information, please check out barefootislegal.org or find us on your favorite social media. That's right, the Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now. So why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? 
Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light, and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body, pacifying dangerous free radicals, which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle. And you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. All right, we're back. Yeah. Commercials out of the way. Now we got we got the downhill run to the end of the show. Man, time flies, Herman. Every damn time we talk. It's great to exchange ideas, and that's what we do is we exchange ideas where most people wait to reply with their opinion. We try to listen to each other's opinion and delve deeper into it and figure out why they see it that way because that's how you learn. You want to see how other people see it and try to figure it out. Yeah, and that's, that's, what you have that's to the do. funny thing about everything today now is it's not supposed to you're not supposed to get the message and then figure it out. You're supposed to get the message and that's the message, damn it. Quit trying to figure it out. Go along with the message. Thank you. Thank you. The easiest way to deal with things. Yeah, just go along. Go along to get along. You know, I sit back and I can hear another person's thoughts, right? And I don't think that way. And I'll never meet anyone again that thinks that way because that's that individual. Yeah. So appreciate that uniqueness in what they will share. It may be something you need. It may be something you don't. Country was founded on individualism, but we've turned into collectivism. Ah, okay. 
I see. You know, groupthink. Yeah. Groupthink is dangerous. Always, again, I always hearken back to this. Remember, slavery was a result of groupthink. And if you spoke out against that groupthink, you were the problem. Yeah. Not slavery, not a really stupid idea. You questioning a stupid idea was the problem. Yeah. And that is true. And that's why this whole this whole FBI and the government colluding with social media to limit speech was one of the most horrific crimes of the century, yet it is getting zero attention. That's what happens when you have control. Yeah, and they do have control. If you think, because see, you go back and look at the framework of what this country was set up as. It was mm-hmm. a really good framework. The whole fact that the press was going to be the ones that kept the politicians in check. They were supposed to be another branch of the government that was supposed to be independent. The the lawyer, the uh, Supreme Court was supposed to be independent of the other branches and work for the people. And the, the representatives were supposed to represent the people. And from that, we've gone to the representatives represent who stuffs their pockets the best. The uh, Supreme Court represents the government and its oppression of the people, and the press is nothing but a mockingbird that repeats whatever the government's message is. We have come a long way. You know what the problem is? In that, everything that's been calculated, human nature and manipulation is not placed in all the legislation. Truth. See, that's where the problem lies, the human nature and manipulation. Because everybody wants to forget human nature in every law. Yeah. And that's why, like, when they make a new law about guns, they don't make it about the criminal. They make it about the innocent people. Because they know the innocent people will obey the law, and they don't care that the criminals won't. Yeah. They don't. Human nature is criminal is a guy who doesn't do what lawful things are, but we we can't figure that one out. We don't. Yeah. Have to, I, I, here's my gun control law. Very simple for me. And we don't need we don't need registration. We don't need serial numbers. We don't need background checks. This is all we need. Commit any crime that's a felony: robbery, rape, murder, shit like that, with a gun nearly in your possession. You don't pull it. You don't brandish it. But you get arrested and you've got a gun in your possession, life in prison. No parole. And if you use that gun, pull it out, brandish it, shoot it, or anything like that, death sentence. That's all the gun control you need. Because if you don't break the law and you don't use it in the crime, you ain't got a damn thing to worry about. Yet right now, if I travel with my pistol... I have to worry about the different laws in each state, even though it says shall not be infringed. It's been infringed 8,000 times, at least 8,000 laws against gun ownership. And I have committed no crime, will commit no crime, yet if I get caught with my gun in certain states, I'm a criminal. Yes, Dan, because the laws are made for criminals, and the people – who actually are not criminals, okay, 
They never get a chance to make the law. No. The criminals make the law. And our representatives are not our representatives. They are the representative of whoever stuffs the most money in their pocket. Yes, because laws that are made with these this many loopholes, somebody knew the loopholes existed. Exactly. And those are the ones that are created. Well, I don't know if anybody remembers this. This this happened many, many years ago. Uh, Ron Paul, Rand Paul's father, tried to push legislation through that, number one, said every law must list why it is constitutional. They must list that. And then on top of that, he wanted every law written in plain English. Not the whereas, where twos, and where two fours, and all the garbage that makes loopholes. The law would say, kill somebody, go to jail. Very simple. But they created all those loopholes because they were written by lawyers, and lawyers are going to help lawyers. And you write something that is not clear so that you can make $300, $400 an hour arguing about something that you wrote. <clears throat> Wherefore, therefore, about thou art thou, touche, forche, therefore, ow. What? Yep. Yeah. It's written so nobody can understand it. Yeah. And now that people are actually starting to unwind this, you know, you see all these people starting to figure out that we're a corporation and figure out that they are collateral and figure out that the laws of this land have been bastardized. The awakening is starting, and I don't think they can stop it. Yeah. They can't stop it, man. When you're using America right now, we hate to say it, but America is based makes money off of drugs, and incarceration. Okay. Definitely. So that Definitely. means the human body, the human people here represent the dollar. And it has been like this for a long time. Because and also, when you get a charge brought against you, you now become under their thumb constantly. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You lose your rights. And, and, and granted, in some places, I think this, this is true. Like when you kill somebody, you've taken their rights away. I think you should lose your rights. But when they make up these bullshit laws and they're designed to make you a criminal when you're not a criminal, all they want to do is catch you a charge so they can take away your rights. That's the same reason that you have emergency proclamations to take away rights. That takes away your rights. Charging you with something, convicting you with something, and making it on your record takes away your rights. These are all ways to just take away your rights. Mm-hmm. Crime may have been something very simple because they're turning simple shit into felonies. Simple shit should never be a felony. Yeah. But, but see, like when you say simple things should never be a felony, Okay, if you can take and manipulate child support cases to where they have the same um, sentencing as far as a bail or anything 
if you can have a purge bond for child support, now purge, you can purge bonds. They're only used in special cases. And that's murder. Okay? Manslaughter. Yep. That's the only time you see a purge bond. So you're telling me neglecting paying child support is on the level of capital murder? Yeah. That's that is, what I'm talking about. That is heavy, man. When you put a dude in jail and you give him nine, this is because of child support, you give him nine months or $7,500 purge bond, meaning you got to spend, you got to pay every cent of that money or do nine months in jail. And then when you get out, you're even nine months further behind in child support. Right. It's an absolute hole that gets deeper by the second with yeah. having no real chance of getting out of it. And the only thing they say is, and the women say, well, you should have paid. You should have paid. Right. What? So you, so you, so right now between you and the courts, this ain't about my child and this ain't about child support. This is about me being in prison. Exactly. So this serves a purpose much bigger than what we talk about with my child and child support. Because while I'm in jail, I can't do a darn thing for my child. No. You and when I'm in jail, you're not receiving any money. So who's making out on this? Think about it. Exactly. The, the mother's not receiving any money. The child's not receiving any money or attention. But the jail has you. And you're in the system now. And you're in the system now for nine months. It serves no other purpose but to serve the system. The child is not served. The mother is not served. You're not going to do better in life. The system is the only thing that grows in this situation. And the system steps in and goes, look, since that evil man and his patriarchy left you behind, we're here to make it right. He's a murderer. That's right. We're going to make it right. We're going to. We're going to be your daddy, and we'll take care of you from cradle to grave, and we'll just put you in a prison maybe once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll understand that you're in jail because your daddy was in jail, remember? Because he wouldn't yeah. take care of you. And, you're the, and the mother gets no sense, has no sense of blame or responsibility for none of these happenings. No. The, the kid's... See, in the past, if the kids grew up shitty, the parents were being blamed for it. But you can't blame a single woman for the fact that 80% of their kids end up in prison. Oh, no. They're not the reason, though. No, they're not the reason the prison is full of single mother prisoners. It's the patriarchy. Because women aren't responsible for anything. Most definitely. For one thing. And if you try to hold them accountable... All, all hell will break loose. Oh yeah, and and you're the evil patriarch. How can look? Why aren't men talking about the oppression? Because men really do face a lot of oppression. But men have been taught: buckle up, buckle down, get to work, shut your mouth. Women are taught: blame, complain, cry, and somebody will run in, scoop you up, and save you. Yeah, somebody will save you from all of the things that you did wrong. 
You know, somebody will save you from all of your misery that you cause for oneself. You know, it's amazing. I'm sure there's a bunch of women screaming at the radio right now. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, a guy coming to a lady's life, right? Yep. And that lady is expecting for this man to be her security and him to be able to take care of her properly, right? Yeah. Now, and if she has children, that's even more responsibility. Now, yeah. if that male turns around, what, what does that male receive from her? There's nothing really guaranteed that he receives from her. Now, if he turns around and takes care of her and her children, when those children need to be disciplined, which are not his, now you don't have no right to discipline the children or correct anything that goes on with what you're taking care of, okay? Yep. That is not a father, and that is not a man. That is a slave. Exactly. Okay? That's a slave. You want me to be there, provide, take care of things, and be everything but a disciplinarian in a situation where it needs to be to have order in the home. Truth. Yeah, so that female controls, and see, that's what people don't realize. A female controls most all situations unless he is the original male that came with the family and the structure. And that's the truth. Okay? A guy can't expect with so much respect if you're not the original. And this is where the guys get themselves called into lots of times. Oh, yeah. And see, that's also, if you're watching all these podcasts now where men are finally speaking up, that is one of the major points that's made, is that men, when they come into a household, are not in charge anymore. And so it becomes impossible to discipline, and so there is no discipline and, and this guy said it. He goes, women don't really want to discipline. They don't want you to, you know, it's part of their nature to care, to nurture, to not want you to have to face hard times. To but talk. men understand the reality of the world is that the world doesn't give a shit about you. The world will dish you a shit sandwich every day, and you're going to eat that sandwich because the world don't care. And that's where you got to buck up and be a man and do stuff to get things done, whereas women are teaching their kids to avoid the hardship because we don't want you to suffer. Men don't want their kids to suffer. They just understand that weakness is not a virtue. Men don't want their kids to suffer, suffer, but they realize they may be suffrage, period. That's what it is. That's life. That's life, and you and you survive a lot of times through some suffrage. May not be heavy, may be strong, but when you come out of it, that is the lesson learned. And you're stronger, just like lifting weights. If you just lift a ten pound barbell, you're not going to get strong. If you lift a hundred and fifty, two hundred pound barbell, you'll get strong. Men are faced with choices that put them in really bad places, and nobody comes to rescue them. There's nobody that's why the suicide rate is higher amongst male than it is amongst female. But we don't talk about that, do we? No. 
But see, females have a higher suicide rate because an idle mind is a devil's workshop. If your mind stays idle and you're always looking at things to bitch complain, fuss, bitch, judge complain, fuss, bitch, judge complain, because you're not busy. You're not busy. You're sitting around into mischief. Period. And when you stop twiddling your damn thumbs, you find something notoriously negative to do. And this is what's going on everywhere. And think about this. It wasn't men that made daytime dramas a big hit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It wasn't. No. And, and what are soap operas? Just a bunch of negative shit. And drama. Guess what so-and-so drama. did to Blake and so-and-so yeah. did to Jennifer and Susan said to Kathy. What? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Who gives a, a shit? All I know is outside, the, pur- the pump needs to be purged because we need some well water for the dead coin. And the crop, yeah. I don't give a damn about that, you okay? I got a bad axle on my back of my truck, and I need to get this headlight fixed right here on your car. Now, I don't know what you're talking about, but we got some eggs need to be taken care of out here at the doggone coop. I don't know what you're talking about. We have things to really do. I'm out here trying to make things happen. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And again, and a lot of these points is true because it's really funny because I've listened to a couple different podcasts. And like I said, it's the men are finally speaking up about women and what they want and what they need versus a man. And a man, when he gets his paycheck, he goes and shares it with his family. He tries to make his life of his family better. And when women get a paycheck, they say, I got my money. Mm-hmm. I got my money. Yeah. She's there to make her life better. Right. He's there to make their life better. Mm-hmm. But he's a patriarch. He wants to control. He wants to be in charge. And he's evil because of that. Even though he will share his entire paycheck with whoever he's with. But they will say, this is my money and he does it. Yeah, because we think of us, they think of us, period. And we live in a yeah. society where many people think of I, and they don't think of us. They don't think of us. They don't say, well, hey, man, I'm hungry. I'm eating a sandwich. But this individual, he's at work with me, and I see he ain't eat. I had a few other items. Yeah, man, you want I'm all for you. You may not even want it, but do you even think that way anymore? You see people that think that way. No. They think about sharing and, you know, just, just it, it, and it goes on and on with how we can help one another. And it generates one, one individual helping one another with services and things of the sort. It makes life a lot easier. Absolutely. But, see, we look at each and every one of us uh, out here in this world looking at people should see who sees who is a price tag or who sees each other as a friend. Because a lot of times there's things you got to pay for. We know there's things we got to pay for. 
and there's things, and if you got a friend that's going through something, hey, look out for them. But the thing is, do you all ever share, or is the whole world based on a uh, buyer's market? Everyone's looked at as a price tag. You don't even see friends anymore. It's just, hey, man, what's your value? What's your worth? You know, it's crazy. Yeah, and and they do try to stick a dollar value on everything. Everything. When friendship is priceless. Well, see, they're trying to cut that out. I've said this before with you and me. We ain't about the money. We about, you know, Herm needs something, I help Herm. I need something, Herm helps me. They don't want that because then you're not dependent on the government. You're actually dependent on each other, and nobody wants that. You should be dependent on the government from the morning when you wake up to the bedtime at night. Yeah. Because the more you need me, the more powerful I become. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then <they laughs> make you totally dependent on the government, on the establishment, on the corporation. Exactly. Because then they can control you and make you buy their product make you live the lifestyle they think you should live. Because government is about control. And the people who propagate government are people who want to be in control. Mm -hmm. And you're not allowed to speak that truth. Because they use words like, we are public servants. No, you're not. No, you're not. You were in the past a public servant, but now you have broken all those bonds, and you are a public ruler, and your success from inside comes from your ability to control people on your outside and go with, I'm providing for you, therefore I care. No, you are providing so you can control more. Yes. Because you're providing what you're taking from the people. So you're not providing, you're distributing. Exactly. Exactly. Because there'd be, see, it's much easier for the government to go to Herman and go, dude, uh, we're taking 40% of what you made. Mm-hmm. Than me to walk in Herman's house and go, Herman, give me 40% of what you made. Because you'd slap the shit out of me for wanting to take over almost half your money. Yeah. When the government does it, it's for the greater good. Yeah, and I want to know what their name is. Who is greater good and what family is that? <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing about this greater good. But the whole thing, that's right. Anytime you tramp, as much, look, we need, there's a balance. Again, I've talked to you and we've talked about this. There's always a balance. When you're out of balance, that's when problems happen. The balance is there needs to be rules, but there doesn't need to be too many rules. There needs to be a government, but there doesn't need to be too much government. Every single thing in life is about balance, finding the middle point where every point is sort of taken care of. So one side's going to lose a little, one side's going to gain a little, and then vice versa the next time around. But the bottom line is it should meet in the middle because the middle is where the real truth exists. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And once we reach beyond Democrat and Republican and reach into the really understanding of the Rothschilds and the, the Thunderbirds and the true names of people who are above the corporation, with this corporation. Truth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, period, because when you say the president and you say the vice, these are just functioning head, these are functioning people within the corporation. Yes. They own nothing, and they make no true rules. They're rule followers. They suffer no consequences of their choices either. No. None whatsoever. No. You'll never hear about That's what Donald Trump is not a part of a lot of that. That's what the problem is. Oh, they're on a witch hunt for him, and and it's obvious, and that's why when people go, well, they're indicting him. So what? You can indict anybody for anything. Can you get the conviction? Because they forget, in this country, you are innocent until proven guilty, and we have totally changed that to guilty until proven innocent. But a conviction of what? You can't convict a man, you can't send him to jail. So it's just a conversation. No matter what, what? we do, it's just a conversation. We're, we're spinning wheels, having a conversation. And think about, about something that would never have money. If they took all that money they spent on trying to get a man that they're never going to do anything to and sent it to Lanai, Hawaii, those people would have got much more than a $700 check for losing their entire livelihood. No, they sent that money to do what they did, the destruction in Hawaii. That's what they did with that money. (laughs) 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 Well... I tell you, Herman, it's been another great show, another great conversation with you. And again, we've run up against the wall. It happens every time. It just seems like we start talking and the end of the show's here. Oh yeah. I looked I looked at the clock and it said uh one nineteen and I said something to you and it said one thirty one. I was like, When did what? Yeah. Okay. It it flows. And it flows because we listen to each other. And and like I said, I'm not trying to tell you I know everything. I always tell people, research, look what I said. But there's something when two of us can see the same point and see that there's something wrong with it. There's definitely something there. Yeah, because, you know, most people speak to to disagree. Yes. You know, that's why a lot of people speak to disagree. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. That's the biggest truth. That's why I said we take each other what other person says, and we don't instantly just go, oh, that's stupid. We go, why do they think that? Yes. Those should be your biggest questions when somebody says something, why? Not, this is my response. No, why are you in that realm? How do you, how do you get to that point? Because that's part of growing your ability to understand the world around you and that's why when you're young, you think you know everything, and when you're old, you know you don't know everything. Because mm-hmm. you've had experiences that showed you that what you believed is not true. Yeah. And that's why when we were younger, we were taught to respect our elders, and now we are taught that our elders are idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the true smart people are the ones who go to a school 
and get an education. And, and the main thing is when you said the elders are now, hey, we, you know we're elders, don't you? <laughs> Think for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Look at that cold. Yeah, man. I was like, you said that like we were excluded. I was like, wait, the elders on that? I wonder what they. <laughs> yeah, we made it through the rat race of life and got to the point where we are older. That's for sure, man. That's, that's cool, but but, but we still feel youthful. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we aren't we aren't locked in any real path. That's what's funny because even in my age, I will accept new ideas and I will try to learn from them. Man, you're because, on the road doing comedy shows. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> and an age where most people are sitting still, saying, "I'm retired and I'm waiting to do something." Okay. We're still yep. moving in active day, things of today. We're still moving in active time. A lot of people are living in a world where time is standing still. That's true. They're all counting the days till they can quit, and we are out here still pursuing new things, new challenges, and new jobs. Yeah, according to today's times, where we fit in. Period. It's our niche. It's our space. So, people, if you want to be a part of it, you can be. If you decide to step out of it, that's what you choose to do. That's what people are doing. But never step on someone that chooses to do it because you don't. That's the truth. Well, Herman, it's been another great show, man. I can't tell you how much I enjoy our Monday chat. All right, man. And Look, we ran over a little bit, but it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. There's nothing after us. Uh, he said we can't do it every week, but when we get rolling like we're rolling today, you just it's hard to chop it off. Man, I hate even stopping it for commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun, man, as usual. All right, folks. Well, another episode comes to an end. I hope you're listening to this. I hope you do your own research. I hope you listen. I hope you think. I hope you don't just close your mind and go, these guys are idiots. I hope you listen to what we're saying. And if you're listening to this, as always, you are. It is this. When the enemy comes into your life like a flood, stand your ground. And take your sword out in Luke 10. And go eyeball to eyeball with him. And tell him, I have been given the authority to tread on snakes and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm me. Stand your ground. When he tries to use one of his main tactics, which is fear, tell him, for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Stand your ground. When he thinks you're down, tell him, I'm not down, Satan. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Stand your ground. When he tells you you're a loser, tell him I am the head and not the tail. When the enemy comes after you, tell him Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Stand your ground. When he whispers in your ear and tells you you can't do this, throw Philippians 4.13 to him 
I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stand your ground. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.